0: All right, welcome to quarter four, day two of our year-long study of the New Testament. Today we're looking at 1 Timothy chapter two. And this is a very short chapter, so I think I'll just go ahead and read all 15 verses. I urge you, first of all, to pray for all people. Ask God to help them. Intercede on their behalf and give thanks for them. Pray this way for kings and all who are in authority, so that we can live peaceful and quiet lives marked by godliness and dignity. This is good and pleases God our Savior, who wants everyone to be saved and to understand the truth. For there is one God and one mediator who can reconcile God and humanity, the man Christ Jesus. He gave his life to purchase freedom for everyone. This is the message God gave to the world at just the right time. And I have been chosen as a preacher and apostle to teach the Gentiles this message about faith and truth. I'm not exaggerating, just telling the truth. In every place of worship, I want men to pray with holy hands lifted up to God, free from anger and controversy. And I want women to be modest in their appearance. They should wear decent and appropriate clothing, and not draw attention to themselves by the way they fix their hair or by wearing gold or pearls or expensive clothes women who claim to be devoted to God should make themselves attracted by the good things they do. Women should learn quietly and submissively. I do not let women teach men or have authority over them. Let them listen quietly. For God made Adam first, and afterward he made Eve. And it was not Adam who was deceived by Satan. The woman was deceived, and sin was the result. But women will be saved through childbearing, assuming they continue to live in faith, love, holiness, and modesty. So that's the whole chapter two there. And that last half of it would be extremely uh, controversial if a preacher held that view about women today. Maybe we can give Paul a pass on it since he uh, he was working and preaching in a totally different era uh, back then. But that definitely wouldn't, wouldn't fly in uh, modern society. But anyway... I love the sentiment of the first half of the chapter today. We should be praying for our leaders. We should be lifting each other up in prayer and working together. You don't see a lot of that, really, around in the world today. People tend to want to be right. They want everyone to acknowledge that they're right. People want to have power, you know, and and people create such controversy so often such unnecessary controversy, trying to be right, trying to win and get their way. We see it in politics. We see it in relationships. We see that kind of selfishness all the time. Paul throws out a different idea than just fighting selfishly for power and control. He says instead of that, we should come together in prayer, praying for everyone. So it's got me thinking today it's it's interesting what praying for someone can do isn't it for example in a marriage where there is difficulty or dissension it can bring about a spirit of grace it can soft soften hard hearts it can bring about reconciliation in a political sense or when, or when considering you know, the practices of of government, prayer can bring about maybe more of a willingness to work together to find a solution that works for everyone. We need to uh, sometimes maybe just turn off CNBC and Fox and political talk shows that just rip the other side constantly, you know, talking about what idiots exist on the other side of the aisle. We need to probably turn off our social media sometimes, and quit getting this constant stream of reinforcement of our own ideology, you know, that is fed by the some logarithm that only sends like-minded viewpoint, viewpoints to us, you know, because that that just kind of furthers us going down the road where we just choose sides on all these topics that really aren't just one-sided. So maybe instead of choosing sides, let's do what Paul says and and pray for both sides. All that being said, today, there is a truth that exists out there, right? God's truth exists whether we believe it or not, whether we post it on social media, whether every group recognizes it as true or not. It's just true. It's God's truth. So maybe we should all pray for better understanding of that truth. And we should definitely pray for each other and even pray for our enemies. So I hope that's good stuff to think about today. I'll go ahead and go into prayer for us. Lord, thank you for the words of Paul and uh, his example of um, going from, from, church group to church group community to community and, and helping them and praying for them and encouraging them to pray for each other. Um, we know, we know you have a truth about, uh, women's role in society. So we're not going to talk, talk about maybe the, that, the, the second half of this chapter today. So we, we know you love everyone equally and every, everyone has an equal ability to, uh, learn and teach and participate in society. But Lord, thank you so much for, for the example uh, that sometimes we see, certainly we read about in the heroes of the Bible, but even people today who are really prayer warriors, who make sure and pray for everyone. And instead of needing to be right, wanting to be right, fighting to be right, instead they pray, even for their enemies. So help us to be like that too. Thank you so much for your son, Jesus. It's in his name we pray. Amen. Have a great day.